Jamie and Travis, Jamie and Travis, Jamie and Travis present. Um, I watched a video. Speaking of these, this person had said it. This is an easy and cheap way to redo a floor in your house of a room, which was torn. It's a good use of of paper bags. And what they did was it's it's essentially paper mache with paper bags, and then eight layers of sealant. I kind of love that. Oh, it, the way it looked is fantastic. Amazing. It really looked cool. It looked really mm-hmm. cool, and 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 yeah, because it's just like it's. Uh, it's um, uh, looks not, like paper bags on your floor, but torn. It's not. You don't leave them in paper bag shape, <laughs> which would be even better. No, you like torn, I, overlap, yeah. And, thing. and I watched it and I was like, yeah, cheap, yeah, kind of. Uh, time consuming. Yeah, let those That's, layers dry. It's like two days of just the paper bags. Oh yeah, and not durable at all. I've seen it on. Well, walls. that's why they, he put down ten layers of poly. That's like, insane. Oh. Okay. I don't know if that's well. Good. That's Is never that good, good for you. That's also never going to come. Yeah, it back also up. ruins your house. Yeah, just <laughs> takes that value and like, yeah. throws it in the it garbage. It has paper bag floors. Oh, for this forever. floor looks like it has paper bags on it. Oh, I don't know if I want this house. I'm really interested in trying to talk in the impaired voice. Now. <laughs> oh, no. I know. No. And I know, what that right? means. I like don't actually. I blew out my voice a couple of years ago because I'm a vocal abuser. I'm actually. This is probably how I should talk. That like sounds a like somebody calm, gentle you're voice. A vocal abuser. Did somebody I'm a tell vocal you that? Yeah, I went to speech therapy. Shut up. At the Scottish Rite organization in the basement of like Curry Health at the University of Montana. It was really weird. What? Okay, can you tell me how that came? How did you understand it? So I think it all started two, uh, many summers ago, I lost my voice twice in the summer. And um, I can't remember what caused the first one, but the second one, I was imitating somebody's laugh. (laughs) Oh, you, you, oh, karma. I know. Not okay. Like a lot. He was a witch. <laughs> um, and I lost my voice, like totally gone. And really? so, and then so I went and I had this, like, I can't remember. It was like a, it was like an aneurysm, but it was on my vocal cord. It was a node on my vocal oh, cord. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think so uh, Milov had that. My old man gets them every once in a while. Oh, yeah? And he has to have them removed. And oh. Get, like a little thing. Mm, like, I was afraid of that. Yeah. Therapy took. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I learned how to, I had, I'm supposed to talk more like this. Wow. And actually, people used to ask me all the time, oh, you're sick. You have a cold. Like, oh, and it, and it drove me insane. It's because my voice was so raspy because I was really forcing it. Because you're a it. vocal abuser. I'm a vocal abuser. And no, and I know therapy has took because People don't ask me if I'm sick anymore, even when I'm sick. (laughs) Whoa. You've learned to heal your body. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's amazing. Uh, (laughs) By not abusing it. This voice, I always introduce the people, but I'm starting to understand that when they click on the podcast. They've already said the name. Yeah, Yeah, Amy's picture is there. Yeah. But this is Amy McQuilkin. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Uh, who uh, is, is uh, just a local luminary, a business owner of multiple businesses, a mother, a wife. Uh, a, a philanthropist. A philanthropist. That's a hard <laughs> word really? for me. Are you, yeah, I don't know. Are you a philanthropist? Uh, <laughs> Betty's is always sponsoring things. Yeah. You're always sponsoring okay. Yeah. So yeah. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. You are. Yeah. Yeah. You are. Take you yeah. care. We about can your edit out. I care about. I really care about my community. You care about your community. That's what <laughs> philanthropy is. Wow. Um, let's. I, oh yeah. Go ahead. No, I was going to talk about how I went, had to go to the doctor to get my philanthropist removed god that's a hard word for me sorry that was like a terrible dad joke i know i was working <laughs> that's why when, when you when you moved on i was like sweet. you were like shoot you moved on sorry. nope and then you know 
I won't be so considerate next Just, time. I don't have that word in me. Uh, let's start with a little rundown about where you're from. I don't know anything. I've known you for a little while, and you're really good friends with my wife. Yeah. But I don't really know anything about where you're from. I'm from Oregon. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Cool, cool. Uh, yeah, actually, I was born outside of Portland. Okay. And a lot of my family's still there. And then did most of my, like, growing years in Central Oregon, north of Bend, before Bend was cool. Whoa. We've, we've had a lot of discussions about Oregon being, yeah. being super red and backwoods and as far as Surprisingly central, and, so. central and east. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's kind of where I lived in mm-hmm. the red. Is that... Mm-hmm. Uh, where, where exactly? Yeah, where exactly? Redmond, Redmond, oh, Oregon. Oh, Redmond? I just spent a night in Redmond a really? second ago. Yeah, oh. There's a lovely Motel 6 in Redmond. Oh, Is it a big shit. town or a little town? Mm-mm. Little Small. town. Mm-hmm. Agriculture town? Uh, Yeah. Red, mm-hmm. red, yeah, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. But Bend, not so much, right. you know, being Anymore. so close. But it, you know, yeah, when I lived there, I mean, we moved there because it's a ski town, fun outdoorsy town. My mom always worked in that industry. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. What? What's your? What do your family do? Um, well, my mom. It's funny because I'm kind of continuing the legacy. My mom always ran clothing stores. No shit. Like ladies' clothing, kids' clothing, and then finally skis. Ski wear, wear yeah. scuba stuff, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I've always kind of been in the game. In the retail game. <laughs> the clothing retail game, that's intense. It's a hard cross to bear. Yeah, I guess. It's I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it on any of my children. I don't, but it's because I'm really not, like, I, I to be honest, I... I hate shopping unless I'm like garage sailing or thrifting or treasure hunting. Like I don't, I don't like to shop and I'm not really into like fashion and fashion trends. Like I don't really understand it or really keep up on it, but I like playing dress up. Uh-huh. And so even okay. that, so my mom's over here on the side, like running clothing stores. Like my mom used to manage this clothing store at Lloyd Center in downtown Portland. And on Saturdays, she would have to work. And my sister and I, a single mom, so we would have to go to work with her. But Lloyd Center is this huge rad mall. And we were enrolled in a bowling league at Hollywood now Bowl. We're um, because this that was how we were babysat. That's and so we spent hours every morning bowling on a bowling league. Yes. And I'm I'm so grateful for those skills that I still have. Are you good like at I, I'm pretty good at bowling. <sighs> yeah, I really like to like blow my children away with my bowling skills. Do you downplay a little bit? Um well because I I question my own muscle memory. Like I oh. I, I I you know, I you don't expect game, it's really deep down in there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then, and then we would go to the Hollywood theater, which is awesome because, um, that's the model of the Hollywood theater. And I don't know if it's still called that is what the Roxy here in Missoula is based on kind of that community based, you know, cooperative theater. And we would watch old movies and then maybe if my mom was still working, we would ice skate. So I was babysat by the Lloyd Center. That sounds great. It actually was. I mean, we didn't see it as a bad thing at all. Totally. Well, okay. So you you say you hate shopping and you Mm -hmm. don't follow fashion trends. Now, if anyone has ever been to Betty's, they would say, well, this is a really well-managed store that is super fucking trendy. Yes. Uh, And I think they'd be surprised to hear that the owner Mm -hmm. is like that. How do you how do you feel like you achieve? Also, you achieve uh, a nice retail experience, which is n- pretty s- seriously hard. I think uh, I hate shopping. Also, right? I get stressed out when I go into a store. Spending money is like a very. Uh, mm-hmm. I either I do it I do it. Uh, it's like feast or famine. You oh know? yeah, like I'll you just, like open the door. I'll just do it. 
<laughs> and I'll do it too fast and yeah. I make bad decisions or I cannot pull the fucking trigger and I'm finally on my way to check out and then I leave the thing on the shelf and no I'm the same and I'm actually like a grumpy customer that doesn't like to be helped either like that's actually why I think I mean there's many reasons why I open Betty's but one reason is so I don't have to shop is it yeah, I think that's I just, as good a reason I'm, as any. Oh, wait, I'm there, right? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> first dibs. I'm there, right? Oh, yeah. I love that. I yeah, but you know, <laughs> and as far as following fashion trends, I mean, once you're in it and you're like buying, you know, a couple times a year, four times a year, we buy and we do it at like six months in advance. Like you're in it and you're surrounded by it. And so to say that I'm not into it is not totally true. I guess I'm not into like. You know, I don't know uh, Prada and Gucci and sure. like you know what I mean, like yeah. those kind of things, like, like high fashion. Like, yeah. like I've never really been entertained by a Vogue magazine. Like, you know, I just there's. Do you? I mean, I imagine part of it is knowing what's sold in the last quarter mm-hmm. or whatever, and then buying more of yeah. that. But is it also offering something new? Because I imagine, yeah. I know actually, I don't imagine. I know that there are people who are just Betty's customers. Yeah. Like. I mean, to be honest, so when we go, when we go on our buying trips and we're kind of seeing like what people are wearing, we're, we're like upset by it when we first see it. We're like, what the fuck is that? Like that is no, nope, we're not going there. And I kid you not like four, maybe four hours later, we're buying like six of them. Like, like it's all about being upset by something and like having your like day to day life, your equilibrium disturbed. Yeah. I mean, and I actually have done a little bit more, like I'm definitely more of the historian side of, of fashion and costuming and dressing. I love that kind of stuff. stuff. Well, not exactly, but why, how history and like the social political climate and what people are wearing intertwine. I love that shit. I love it. Like jeans. Like jeans, like working wear. Like everyone's wanting to be like a work, a blue collar worker. They want to look like a longshoreman and they're like, you know, a, a hip Brooklyn podcaster. What is (laughs) What is, uh, what is like, what is a normal buying trip like? Yeah, what is I, it sounds fun for some reason. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's fun because I have Miranda, who's like mm-hmm. my partner in Divine Trash, uh-huh. and she's my manager at Betty's, and she's just So where do my, you go? Like, what's, uh, what's... We go to Los Angeles. We go to Las Vegas. To shows or to stores? Mm, to shows. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, the Las Vegas one is actually the biggest in the world. Of of clothing, mm-hmm. clothing show. like every brand you could probably think of is, is it there fun? it sounds kind of fun it is but then after a while i don't know it's it is it is fun don't get me wrong we have a lot of fun because we make it fun like sure. we play games and we have jokes and we, like those things in like definitely make their way into our buying and we're like oh no we shouldn't have seen chris angel now we're buying all this you saw chris angel? shit yeah no we went and saw a show it's so good his magic show and it's a Cirque du Soleil. It's so good. Even though so I had to good? pee the whole time. It, I was captivated. It is so underrated. It is the best Cirque du Soleil show. It's not a Cirque du Soleil it show. Is. No, Chris Angel. It is. Yeah, it is. It's at the Luxor. We, I watched an episode of Chris Angel. Maybe Chris Angel doesn't translate well to TV. <laughs> no, he no, doesn't. He doesn't. Carly it's got to be live. Like this summer, I think it was, Carly and I went through a little magic week oh. where we were like watching David Blaine and like the remember that guy who did the show that was like how to do all, 
all the magic tricks. Because I remember growing uh, up, uh, there would be magic shows on TV, and yeah. like a guy would make an elephant disappear, and it's a big fucking deal. Yeah, it's live and everything. What's that show called? It's a uh, un, uh, uncover- magician's secrets. Yeah, uncovering the magician's. Is that a current show? No, no. But there's a bunch of seasons, and he just shows you how. He like he's a pariah, in the and he's in a world. yeah, and he's in a mask. You don't know who he he's is. He's in like a Mexican wrestling mask. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad. It is worth. I kind of need to find it because magic is definitely sorry. To sh- magic is like on our. It's going to be in our buying for our next season. I'll tell you why after oh. you finish. Oh, I would love that. Message. Well, and you should check this out, but also maybe you shouldn't because it's it's showing you it takes the magic out of magic. Well, according to a magician I met at a at the last buying show we were at in Las Vegas, who was our Uber driver. Oh, God damn it! Vegas is cool. Will, Will, his name is William Raven, I believe. Um, he said none of the a true magician never reveals. Yeah. The secrets. And so what you're being revealed is also an illusion. It might not actually be I don't how think it's that done. that's tr- true. No. Okay, so this guy <laughs> was legit. I knew it when we sat I sat behind him and he had like this like helmet of a hair like really intense like slick back hair and I swear he was wearing a bluetooth on his finger and one in his ear. Maybe even both ears. Was he going like this? Was he holding his finger? I, I, he was doing weird things with it. Anyway, we started chatting. He really wanted to talk. And he was, you know, enjoyable to talk to. And um, it came out that he moved to Las Vegas from Los Angeles to pursue his career in magic because there's some show being filmed there that he was on. Mm-hmm. And we were like, well, what's your trick? And he can, yeah, you should look him up. Um, he His specialty is pounding like a four-inch nail into Ooh. his nasal cavity. Oh, he's one of those Which he of learned, which is not an illusion. It's real. He's doing yeah. it. It's, he's, he's doing it. And he learned it because he grew up in a family of magicians and circus people. And his dad awesome. was, in fact, the first Ronald McDonald clown. Wow. And so while he, him and I are like engaged Jesus. in conversation, Miranda's like fact-checking all of this next to me in the, in the back of his car. And we're going to the airport, so it was the longest trip. Thank God, because the ending yeah. is really good. <laughs> um, so awesome. he, and then he starts telling us, and again, this is, magic spills over into fashion. It just spills over into crime, everything you do. But he starts telling us what his dad did in the circus for work. And he basically... Um, he put the signal on the marks. And we were like, what? And they were like, okay, people used to come to the circus. Oh. Okay, hold on. My, my um, crazy ponytail is knocking the headphones off. Okay, there we go. Damn hair choices. <laughs> um, people would come to the circus, traveling circus, and the booths would be built up high. And people would open their wallets, and everyone dealt with cash at this time, and, and the workers taking the money would look in, and if there was a lot of cash in there, they would reach over with chalk, and this is what his dad did, on the shoulder, or, or reach over to the shoulder, pat the shoulder, and say, have a good time, and they would mark. And that's where the term mark, mark yes. being like someone a, that you would take man. to town. Yeah, like, yeah. So the marks were the circus goers. They weren't, because we were, he, again, I was asking him all these questions. Townies were just like the regular people that had no money. Yeah. The marks had money. And so his dad was involved in marking them and then also in like sitting under the bleachers, like following them at every point and like taking their money. Yes. Do you guys do that at Betty's? No. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, open your wallet. Just let me, I'll hold your no, purse while you try that. Where I was going with that was like, it, outfits like I talk to people a lot about the illusion you know what I mean mm-hmm. like like for example this is random but very true like you have a cold sore <laughs> you create the illusion you distract people with everything else you're wearing and what you're doing with your hair and they don't even notice that 
or you've got like yeah. a part of your body that you don't like, which everyone has, you know, like people are, don't like their arms or their chin yeah. or whatever. And it's all about creating illusion in the other areas, which William, I now that I think about it, I think he was a William Draven. Okay, so let me get back to him and why he's going to. Um, I, I mean, so when we're when we're next in LA, it'll be February. So we'll be buying for next holiday. Next holiday, there's going to be magic infiltrating our selections really? at Betty's because so William Draven, you know, t- is telling us about his dad and his life, and he's like, "Have you guys heard of the Magic Castle?" Yes. Okay, so I had not heard of it except yes. for maybe vague references on arrested development you yeah. know wasn't job like a oh, member is, of something yeah, yeah, yeah. like magic castle oh. okay well he was kicked out is this like the yeah. brotherhood or whatever of ma- magicians kind of this is one of them okay but this one's more of a tourist attraction as well it's a right. place also but yes. a, but according to william draven you can only go if you're invited, invited. by a member so yes. you can't just walk up and buy a ticket. You can't get online yeah, and buy cool. a ticket. You have to be invited by a member. And there's three like layers of members. There's like the magicians who try out, mm-hmm. and they're part of it, and they're allowed to invite people with these cards that they give out. And then there's magicians who've tried out and have advanced, and they perform every night. And then there's brunch performances at the Magic Castle, which is this like suburban castle built out of like old sets and stuff. And I haven't been there yet, so this is just what I've heard. Don't hold me to it. Um, in LA, you so you, you you when you're given the card, you make a reservation. You have to buy dinner. It's like sixty dollars. Yeah, you buy the dinner. It's a prime rib dinner. You have to be there promptly at five p.m. You have to wear cocktail attire. Yes. Wow. No children unless you go to the brunch. And then you proceed to like roam the rooms of the castle the entire night, and there's magic shows going on. Everywhere. Shut up. They that also, sounds fun. They also charge, they have, it's same as any like amusement park or anything like that. They take pictures. Like, you know, the, the photographer comes up and takes a picture, but you're usually automatically charged for that. That's included in your oh, door no. price. Okay, this is good for, for me to be <laughs> yes. aware of because I'm already needing to find a cocktail attire because William Draven gave us an invite. He did? Oh, yes. Shit. How did he do that? Did he mark you? He gave us a card, which I guess is kind of marking oh us. My God, he so gave nice. us a card, good for five. People, five people. So, um, Wait, Matt, there's, there's, Matt's coming too. Oh, Matt, and Matt, then us. And, and then us. Well, no, there's four. Only one of you. You're gonna have to duke it out. We're going next February. Oh one, of, one of you can come. How fun is that? That shit? is so awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. I know. Oh, that's so, yeah. It's like that's that's Hollywood lore. Like that's like a the thing. magic castle. Yeah. it's been around. Even though it's it's more considered cheesy yeah. now, but that's but that's beautiful. Yeah, you have to go do it. Right. Oh, that's so great. That's yeah. awesome. Did he, did he, the thing I'm always interested with magicians is the way, uh, like you mentioned crime earlier, the way magic could be useful to you. Oh, yeah. And like David Copperfield, I read the story about him. Uh, he got, they did a show in Florida, and afterwards he and two of his employees, assistants, whatever they were, uh, they got mugged. And he used sleight of hand to hide his wallet. Oh, my. Which totally like antagonized the the guy mugging them, and like apparently like made this situation dry out for a long time. It was like very dangerous, and everyone was really oh frightened no, it by backfired. It. But he still had his wallet at the end of oh, it. Oh wow! Yeah, I know. And it, but it got me thinking, like, like, what else could you do? Right, it's all about <laughs> illusion. Totally, you know, convincing people they're seeing one thing. Yeah, like fashion. 
Distraction. Fuck, all right. Distraction. Distraction is, mm-hmm. the, yeah. is the only thing there. That's all magic tricks. Yeah. It's all the look. Smoke and mirrors. Look this way. Yeah. And I, with clothing, that's yeah, 100%. Right. That is so cool. And that, you could blend in or you could stick, stand out yes. or you can decide you're this person. I mean, that's how Miranda and I play that game when we're getting dressed. We're like, who am I today? You know, like, like, and we joke about it at work, you know, mm-hmm. like what route we're going, what costume we're playing, you know, that's super so fun. fun. That's it's really so fun. fun. I think a lot of people, uh, also probably, I would imagine what to wear for a certain kind of person is a source of anxiety. Yeah. Right. Like it's a like thing you have to fucking think about every day, especially yeah. if you have a job and this is so weird for me to think about, but a job where you have to dress up. Right. Uh, I've never had one of those. Me have neither. You? Okay. Have I? Well, I had to wear a tie in high school. No, but I live with someone who does that okay. every morning. Yeah, and that it's would like intense. take up, it probably yeah, takes up a lot of time too. 100%. Like that's uh, that's like 15 minutes before bed is picking out. Wow. You know, no for, shit. For Shows it the night before. And you probably have yes. an iron. Uh, we do not. Oh. But there's a steamer in there. Okay, okay. Same, there's a steamer same. and uh, yes. No, I, uh, we've, we've debated, we still don't have an ironing board in the house. Specifically, so that nobody has to iron. Oh, that's nice. There is an iron, but if there's no board, ah, eh, we don't have to. Do, do you that. iron clothes? <laughs> no. You guys steam them. Yeah, a Betty's. Yeah. When you have to. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I think that like that philosophy of making it sort of playful and mm-hmm. fun is really cool. Yeah, that's what we're all about. That's awesome for sure. Um, uh, I had this. I had another follow up question. I'm totally forgetting what it was. Well, because if clothes aren't fun, then you, what's the point? Right, like it's, yeah, or it's who telling who you are, you yes. know, or who so you want to be, yeah. or who you want to be, you know. Yeah, you announce. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I'm looking at your Big Dipper shirt. I'm like, you support small businesses, and Jamie's got his blue flannel on. You know, you're a farmer. I already knew that. <laughs> you could be the wait. You're a podcaster. I'm a podcaster. They dress the same. <laughs> Farm clothes. That's why I started doing this actually. Same. So I have to buy new clothes. <laughs> but you can, and again, like going back to like. You know, like how fashion, like you could go through every decade yeah. and look at what's going on and how people are dressing and 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 make like draw some comparisons or reasons why. And it's interesting because right now, to me, fashion is really boring. Why? Huh? Why? Why so? Well, that's what I that's what I wanted. I mean, I feel like these are things that people have to get away from the experience to look back on. But it's boring and it's only inspired by the past. Like we're like stuck. I feel like retro. <laughs> we are, that's retro really is really retro is everything. Retro is everything. And I'm over. I'm over uh, the colored wayfarer sunglasses. Oh right, aesthetic. right, right, right. You well, know? that's like an eighties, nineties. Yeah. But it, it seems like when we look back, it's often eighties. Well, <laughs> I think it moves in twenty year rotations. Okay. To be honest, so we're about to like enter the like early aughts being cool like i'm talking like Lindsay lohan and like low rise oh weird von deutsch hats? Lo- oh yeah <laughs> all <laughs> that shit tiny little uh, petticoat oh, jean jackets it's, yeah i oh, i mean boo. i i just think it's i and again it's gonna upset people and they're gonna do it also i feel like trends like you know fashion trendsetters out there are like you know thrifting and getting inspired like that and they only have a certain amount of things to work with like right. for example i read this article recently in the independent about how blown out um prices of like horrible christmas sweaters are at all the thrift stores because they know now you people know that people are buying them but before people were buying them because they were finding them cheap you know it's right. what they were working with and so now what's i mean to be honest thrift stores are like overflowing with polo shirts and capri pants yes, so like they sure that are. might and you know like 
years ago, Miranda predicted the whole embroidered Winnie the Pooh shit on yeah. like overalls, and there's totally like you That's know Instagram cute. famous people wearing that stuff right now, and it's because it's out there and exists, and they're like, yeah. okay, I'm gonna. I'm going to upset people. That's God, interesting. That's, that's I mean, that's like sort of the same thing as like food, you know, like they're like a skirt steak used to be a, like a piece of meat that was $3 a pound. And then it got trendy or whatever to use the throwaway mm-hmm. stuff. And now it's super fucking expensive. But the people who needed to eat skirt steak, because that's what they can afford, right. are, you know, they're priced out of that too. Right. Which totally sucks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, the <laughs> I'm trying really this hard. I feel really like good. I could really get myself into trouble with this conversation. Okay. Yeah, all right. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pivot on this point. Okay. Um, do you guys? Let's talk a little bit about Divine Trash. Yeah. Yeah. So this business is inside of Betty's. Yeah. So you don't see it from the outside. You right. See Betty's Divine, mm-hmm. but you guys have a rad sign now. Oh, thanks. It's, yep. Very proud. And yeah, awesome. it is. Uh, and Divine Trash is in the back. Right. The store. It's like a department. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. And you go up the stairs and it actually mm-hmm. has its own little energy. It's kind of nice. Yeah. Uh, so how did that come about? Um, and what well, is it? Well, it's uh, it's our vintage department. Okay. And like I said before, 20-year cycles, like the true definition of vintage in the clothing realm is 20 years old and older. So um, that's usually what we look for. But, you know, there's vintage shops all over and our angle on it is what's very relevant to what we're selling at Betty's. So it's incredible how the trends, again, we're only looking back. And so like what all the like big companies now are making are like inspired by like these old pieces from like the 90s and the 70s. And so we we go out and we're finding basically. The OG. mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. And then and then we're um, keeping the prices low on them. Like the, probably the average price back there is like $20, $25. So you guys are literally going out to thrift stores. Mm-hmm. And estate those sales, garage sales. Are those fun buying trips? Um, the best. <laughs> and you know, if that was my full-time job, if I had to go to a thrift store every day yeah. and like buy stuff, I... I I would be so sad because it would ruin like one of my favorite things, oh, you yeah, know. Yeah. But we only we don't go very often. How often do you have to go? Like once a month. You probably can't talk about the spots you go. No, those it's like morel mushroom hunters, like all yeah, those. Yeah, things. Yeah. I mean, they're obvious. Let's you do this. Figure it out. What advice would you give to somebody who's looking to go find some rad? Because not all thrift stores okay. are created equal. Yeah. Oh no. What no. do you What do you look for? Well, uh, first of all, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, we'll start with the location, the town. Okay. It has to be a has-been town. Okay. We're not talking about Missoula or Whitefish or Bozeman. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be like so a town who's already peaked. So uh, empty Portland. storefronts. Portland. Em- mm, yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely don't go to Portland. Um, so has-been town. Okay. Um, which, you know, and, and if there was some success at some point during the mining or whatever, that's great. Um Thrift stores, like, of course, you got the big chains, like Goodwill and all those, and they're great and weird because they sell, like, Cheetos and Coca-Cola and stuff, and it's it's really intense shopping in them sometimes. And the music, there's, like, some weird cultish aspect to the music. Uh, uh, There's no marketing uh, thought about in the music. Oh, not at all. (laughs) 
Not it's, at all. It's pretty much whoever turned the stereo on that morning. No, I think there's a Goodwill station. Oh, I really? really think they're oh, like brainwashing people. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, wow. Probably god. their employees, especially. No, they're. I, I hear the same songs and this and Red Hot Chili Peppers and Paul McCartney at like every Goodwill. It's really oh, weird. No. Um, okay, so <laughs> of course like, we go to those. Cheetos but most <gasps> thrift stores, like people start thrift stores like in their garages, in their barns. I went to a thrift store once in Troy that was in a in somebody's like kitchen and it was ran by this one-eyed woman and you were like shopping, you were shopping things in her kitchen cupboard like with a rack in front of you. It was so weird. Everything was a dollar. She was really mean and it was <coughs> awesome. And she really had one eye? One eye. Patch or glass eye? No, it was open. It was open. And she claimed that any money that we would spend would like go to a surgery that she was having. And there was like a guy <laughs> eating cake at a table. Holy so shit. fun. Holy shit. So those not... are the gems. Yes. Those yes. are the ones we look for. Love that. And so you can't look those up online, like thrift store, you know, Butte, yeah, yeah. because they don't have phone numbers and they don't have names. They're not real businesses. No, this is So you have out. to have your eyes open or for like a certain open. type of sign. <laughs> Just one eye. And mo- or one eye. <laughs> and most thrift stores like this have some kind of like religious connotation. Yeah. Of course. Like, yes. like there's like hope. Or like Jesus, yeah. or like God, or thinks in the words, and like sometimes we're tricked. You know, we're like, oh, there's one. Oh no, never mind. You know, that's a hospital. <laughs> um, so you have to have your eyes open, and you and you and you pull over and you test out those strange little little spots. So you're just driving through the coolest parts of Montana. Basically. Yeah, it's really fun. It's like because I love adventuring and road trips and like planning stuff like that. Yeah, like what I do for my book club. But I like that is now making it my job, but not so much that it's like oh, I hate I hate doing this for my job. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, totally. like again, that's why like it works for me to like live in live in a store and work in a store and love it because I don't love shopping. Yeah. it's not like a ruin my favorite pastime. Yes. you yeah. know. Yeah. Well, the cool thing about Divine Trash, the the result of your work on this right. is it is like going into a thrift store and rather than everything is the thing you wanted to find in the thrift store. You know, and the prices really aren't like I've been into some of those vintage stores in like Mm -hmm. LA and shit. And you're like, this this literally costs 15 times as much as it did when it was new. I know. (laughs) It's crazy. And you know, we're finding that people are, I mean, I get now what people pay that because we've gone to thrift stores in big cities and they're not good. Right. They're not good. So I feel like people in big cities, their choice is like these like sketchy, shitty thrift stores or overpriced vintage shops, right. which is why we started our subscription service. So wait, let me go back. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so like, yeah, Miranda's been working at Betty's for six, seven years. And we just always, I mean, all of us that work there, I, we just like play the game of like pretend businesses. Like we've got all sorts of pretend businesses. Uh-oh. And Divine Trash was one of them. And because Miranda and I are both are big thrifters and garage sellers. And we also are like, uh, we had weird rules about things like, oh, jean jacket. Like we will never sell a jean jacket on the rack of Betty's because you have to find your jean jacket used. Yeah. Like we had to, you know, but we never were like, you have to do all vintage because then it's like you're going to a costume party, you know? Yeah. And so we had these personal rules, but yet, you know, we were only selling new. She didn't have, yeah. Yeah. And we definitely observed that like the options in Missoula for secondhand or vintage were, I mean, existed, but there's definitely a, a niche for what we wanted to do. Again, like very relevant to the current fashion trends. Um, And so then we uh, bought the building a couple doors down from us. We actually, so Betty's opened in 2005. We were at the same spot right in the middle of the hip strip for 10 years. 
and I never thought we would ever move. And then the building came for sale a couple doors down, and I was so tied up in lamenting the the, um, the fabric store, Selvage Studio, moving mm-hmm. that I didn't even it didn't even cross my mind, you know, to kind of think about acquiring that building. Um, but I'll just say I had to perform a cock block. <laughs> Okay. Well, which led me to buying that building. Can we? You have to say a little bit more. Well, somebody the, else was interested. Somebody made an offer, and what they were gonna do to the building and to the a building adjoining it would was just like heartbreaking. Oh, oh. Starbucks or something. Mm, you don't. Yeah, have to say. I won't it's say be, it's, it's, it. That was gonna be a sweet and, you know, Jones. And <laughs> <laughs> there's all of those things times twenty. Mm. It just wasn't going to be good. It, was, it didn't it feel gonna, good it about a it. Tiny little Walmart. It, it was going to be a downtown, <laughs> underground, tiny Walmart. The boutique Walmart. Walmart downtown. That's fucking next. That oh, might, I know. That's probably Actually, next. It probably is. And you're not yeah. going to know you're in a Walmart until you're checking out. Yep. And your receipt will say no, Walmart on not it. Not even until like, you're looking at your credit oh, card statement yeah, and yeah, you yeah. see it there. Walmart Inc., yeah. Yeah, These it's going to be aren't something even else. Vintage. Yeah. No. Oh, it'll be, oh, it's going to be horrible. Oh. So yes, you okay. cockblocked successfully. So I cockblocked successfully. I nice. had to court the owner for a very long time because I couldn't offer anymore. And I didn't, I didn't have any money to buy a building. And right. so I had to really work some moves with a lot of, in a lot of situations. And it worked. It was really God, a crazy awesome. experience. And yeah. I was able to purchase the building. And, and you saved the hip strip. Save cockblocked successfully. Woo! Save the hip strip. And there is this room. So that building is, so also being a history nerd, it's an A.J. Gibson building, which is like Missoula's premier architect. Uh-huh. Like he did the courthouse, the university, yes. like all the beautiful, wonderful buildings he did. Um, so it's old. It's old. It was built in 1908. Awesome. And its original tenant was a meat market. And there was a little building on the back of the main store. And so it's a beautiful, beautiful. The previous owner just restored it to its natural beauty. It's beautiful. It's so fancy. Like, I'm grateful every day. It's fancy. My old spot was a cave in retrospect. Um, but there's this little room, and it was the abattoir. It's where, uh, like, you know, they... It's where they slaughtered. Uh, yeah. Dispatched. And so it was, like, yes. concrete floor, angled, and, like, drainage. And, and the, pre- the people who'd been there for years just used it as cold storage. It was really cold, because it was it insulated or anything? Sounds and, very useful. And that's what's divine trash. <laughs> really? That's where divine yeah. trash is? In the abattoir. That's awesome. So we were like, Aww. yeah, Miranda and I just kept talking about it and talking about it. And and uh, yeah, we transformed that room. Actually, our, our inspiration was a trailer in the desert in the 70s. And slash Ruby's Cafe, one of my favorite uh, Missoula institutions. Too. Okay, so next time you're in Ruby's, look at the colors and the walls and the art, and you're going to think of Divine Trash. Oh, my. You know what I order at Ruby's? What? I get uh, two eggs over easy with hash browns, Polish sausage, and brown gravy. Oh. Yeah. See, I'm like it's a grandma. Not good for you. I order half a sandwich, <laughs> a cup of soup. slice of pie and a cup of coffee like that's a thing that exists on the menu it's like a slice of four things it's such a great place every time i go in there you know there's the same it's always for breakfast there's the same like six dudes at the counter are all like crammed into a booth it's always like 180 degrees oh yeah Yeah. fucking hot Mm -hmm. the lady comes up and says hi sweetie oh i mean you can't actually hang your jacket up on the coat rack yes i love it i love it i love it okay anyway so yeah, Divine Trash. So that opened a couple years ago, three years ago, I think. Um, and it's been awesome. 
it's been awesome. You know, it was also, so it was a way to like fill our, you know, we really like our fashion philosophy was really rounded out. Um, also, you know, we've had to find a way to compete. Like people want cheap shit, you know, like H&M was coming in like that yeah. same year, like cheap fast fashion. Like people are used to buying clothes really cheap. So we were like, how else can we compete that way? We're going to sell it cheap and it's going to be vintage and it's going to be made in the usa and better than what you're going to buy over there is for made sure. in the usa a rule well, or just happens that way a lot? it 20 years ago for sure i mean yeah. as things are going to progress as the years pass we're probably not going to see that like we're actually learning we're, we're i'm sure there's like official ways to learn but we're kind of making it up we're like okay if they went from the usa to korea you know like like yeah. before chi- everything was made in china you know it was like hong kong and korea mm. and so it's been really interesting to to follow that we also feel like I, I don't even have to look at a tag close I don't have to read it it can be really stimulating going mm-hmm. to a thrift store and reading tags and mm-hmm. what things say like to, a lot for your brain it's exhausting also I get like calluses on my fingers like we have all these ways of like working racks where we're like I'm resting and I'm shopping yeah. and we're like laying on the racks but I can just touch a tag yeah and because and they're paper you know this was like like a fabrics the technology has changed in 20 years so the it's a paper tag versus like a total synthetic tag that you would see on things now or now tag there's no tag things are just printed on the shirt yeah now or used to be now now Mm -hmm. um okay so the thing that's i didn't really think about this so you guys you're saying 20 years ago counts as vintage yeah and in my head like vintage is a little bit like classic rock. Like when I hear Pearl Jam on classic rock radio, I'm always like, what? Mm, it's but then vintage. you realize it's, it is, yeah. you know, whereas like in my mind, like classic rock is a genre mm-hmm. that's like stuck in time, but that's obviously not true. So vintage, you guys are going to, in 20 years from now, yeah. it will be shit we're wearing. Yeah, right now. But then what if everybody's wearing vintage shit now? Well, it goes in 20-year cycles. So <laughs> so ni- right now, if you went to Divine Trash, it'd be like the 90s and the 70s. 70s. Um, I, so it dr- it drops back, yeah. and but we don't really go. We're not really. We don't do fifties. We just don't go there. Oh yeah, that's weird. It kind of yeah. falls off. Well, and stuff doesn't last. I mean, it does, but you know, like threads rot. Yeah, and yeah. The clothes yeah, yeah. clothing so much, yeah. bodies have changed. Yeah. You know, and and, it, and if the clothing is not physically around, it has a harder chance of obviously coming back. Right. So the fifties are gone, which is fine. Mm-hmm. I mean. Does exist, and there's uh-huh. stores that like Carlos One Night Stand. Like his collect, he's a true historian. Like yeah. he goes back, he go- does every single decade. Yeah. You know, it's amazing. But we don't. That's not our thing. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. Bodies have changed. Bodies have changed. It's really bizarre. Yeah. The sizes, Carly and I actually this morning. I need more button downs, and like work shirts. And Carly's going thrifting today, and she was like. We were trying to talk about what size, and then I was like, "It doesn't, it doesn't matter." You just got to look at you it. You just got to put it on. Yeah, yeah, that's what we say actually for Betty's stuff and Divine Trash. We're like, "Don't eat." Like sometimes I just want to tear out the tags. Yeah, don't you even have look to try at the tag. Yeah, or just look at it and be like, "Yeah, that looks like something that would work." You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Because some things too are meant to be oversized, but they would work tight. You know what I mean? You just have to try it on and see. Like I'm a fan too of like it's so hard to find something that fits perfectly mm-hmm. like you need some of those things in your life but i love things that are too tight and i love mm-hmm. things that are too big <laughs> right <laughs> I, I i i am uh the only fashion that i have any expertise in 
is denim jackets and vests. Oh. <clears throat> he has a and few. I have them from well, every, every decade. <laughs> the Eagle's amazing. Mm. Well, the Eagle's funny because that's a jacket that didn't fit anymore and would never fit again. So I just chopped out the back of the jacket and plastered it. You saved stuff. it. Uh, yeah. Well, of course. Like, yeah. it's, it's amazing. But uh, Wait, you actually split the jacket? I, just, I believe it. I just cut the back off yep. of the jacket. We, we do that kind of stuff all the time in Divine Trash. We like save clothing. Yeah, I just cut the back off the jacket and sewed it right onto the other jacket. And you sewed it yourself? Yeah. Wow. I'm the only... Uh, Bridget has a sewing machine. I'm the one who uses it. But but uh, the the thing that I love about... <laughs> uh, the thing I love about the denim jackets, because I always look for them. I have 20. I need 20 more. Yeah. But there's 80s and right. 90s. They're bullshit for me because they have the giant baggy arms for no reason. Right. But then the jacket's too small mm-hmm. with giant baggy arms. And, and it's cropped. The jacket's yes. usually cropped yes. in that era. And it's a little too long. Mm-hmm. But if I find late 90s and 70s, dope. Okay. Like dead on. But the arm thing bugs me. When the yeah. arms get too baggy, like mm-hmm. there's a thing. Well, and the, so that's Those like, turn into vests. There's, the okay. And vet, there's a whole other room. Yes. You know, there's room for vests for sure. Yeah. Um, there's like this thing that's been a thing in the fashion world for a while called anti-fit and oh. and that's kind of like people would embrace that you know basically like fashion technologies to the point where like you know like you can just look you can you can put on like five layers of spanks or yeah. you know what i mean or you can like really you can find something cut for your body which is awesome but like though all the trendsetters out there had to find something else to do because they were like everyone's looking great what yeah. do we do and so then they start th- this anti-fit thing it's like kind of based on dressing like jerry seinfeld <laughs> it's like dressing in like mom awesome. jeans and like yeah. birkenstocks and black socks I, I and just, like, you know just aunt, two big arms so there's yeah. people like i'm sure you've seen it on people you're like god what that person's just beautiful but what the fuck that's is she the wearing way, like, that's the way i felt in the 90s and i still feel about well the 90s, 90s was all about anti-fit was this the been the baggy fit baggy fit that was like never mm-hmm. could find a pair of pants that like come on i don't want i don't want them to be baggy i didn't want them to be baggy then and like uh, four sizes too long. Oh yeah. I don't want to do that, but you can't cuff them. You want to drag that shit on the floor. No, I don't like it. I don't like any of that. The baggy sweatshirts. It's like all such a nightmare to me, but you want things fitted. Now I can find when I find a baggy sweatshirt from the nineties in a medium, it's perfect for my body. Surprisingly. <laughs> <laughs> like, Oh, oh, this is the, oh, this fits like it's supposed so to. So again, you're looking at the garment and deciding if That's the fit the is right. You're not yes. looking at the size. Yeah, I never look at the size. I mean, I know to look at the size just if it's as small and medium, it's, I have no chance. But You never know. Well, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I've never, that has never happened to me when I said, oh, this small jean jacket's totally comfortable. <laughs> you just, I, I feel like with what I'm wearing, like this is an extra large men's shirt hmm. that I cut. Yeah. You wouldn't, you know. No, you, and, and who cares? And this is like a kind of too tight vintage skirt, but, you know, I just wear it right up under my boobs and it kind of works. <laughs> I, I have no problem with that. I shop. I, I always check the uh, the women's denim jackets as Good. well. I always Good. check them because the fit's going to be different and it's going to be fine now. Mm-hmm. It might have been noticeable then. But I, I love it. I love. I go. We went. We, Jamie and I have been to so many vintage stores. Yeah. Okay, so you guys are, do this. When do you when do you do that? Typically, when you're on tour, when yeah, music, when we're out when, music when you're playing your because okay, it's better Bob's than going theory. to board eat. 
It's better than it's better than finding yet another cup of coffee. So right. Way or another lessons. like let's get a yeah. Bud Light. And, yeah. Yeah. No, it's yeah, it's 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 a hundred times better than yeah. drinking at five when you had to play so a show. So entertaining. Later. And I would rather go find a new jacket. Mm-hmm. I'd rather go find and if I can find a pair of pants in a thrift store, like for my size, I that is You're gold. So happy. Gold. Because it's amazing. But yeah. We, we had an afternoon in Jackson Hole once where we went oh. shopping for probably four or five hours. We went okay. over like 30 And shops. I wonder if that break, I mean, Jackson Hole's a pretty like, was, oh, I mean, it touristy town. How it, was it? Though? It was. A, it but was, were you, fi- maybe you were finding like contemporary, like rad, like Pendleton and Filson. There was lots of that shit, but it was right. all fucking expensive. Right, I bet. We went to a fur store oh where they had God. a $500 fur thong. What? Yeah. I don't think the Thong part was fur. No, yeah, I hope. Just well, the, no, just the triangle in the front. Just the triangle of fabric was the fur. But they had a jacket that was on the rack that I felt with my grubby little fingers, and was like, "Oh, I can look at the tag." It was fourteen thousand dollars. It was just on the rack. That's so weird. But it wasn't chained. <laughs> no. no. What were what were the shop girls like? The were shop they boys. On you? Okay, and they, they were, were not on me at all. I was like, "Is this okay that I'm touching this?" And I look around, and there's little shitty kids touching everything. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't even have. They didn't even. A lot of the shops we went into, they're like the silver shops and stuff. Do have security? Yeah. No security at no. this first shop. I don't. I bet wow. that first shop isn't there anymore. I bet it's been in there forever, and I bet it's still there. Because they're laundering money. Yeah. yeah sure. It's but it's weird. There's a fur shop in Anaconda that's got to be There's a fur else. shop in Anaconda? Yeah, it's called Natasha's Furs. Oh. It's really we're, weird. It's we like, have to go there. you have to go, because yeah. it's like, it's like, they somehow, like, got rid of the family that was running, like, a five-and-dime, like, stationery store in the 90s, yeah. and left all of that shit, and it's, like, aged and yellow, and it's still there, and oh still has God. the same old price tags. And then on top of that, and around that, is all this old stuff, furs, old Levi's, and guns, <sighs> lots of guns. It's like, it's so weird. Natasha's I need a fur. Lots of guns? I need a fur. It's, a, it's a weird store. Lord. There's, like, ten dudes that work there and it's weird we're uh, on the fur wait. thing yeah where do you land if it already was made are you cool with it yeah. I imagine you're not into new fur no and and for divine trash we try to stay in the faux fur realm for you know? divine trash <laughs> <laughs> but um i mean i have a couple I actually wore for the first time on this past friday night to a christmas party a fur beret that my mom sent me that was like an old lady friend of hers and yeah i have it it exists yeah it already exists yeah you're not going to turn it back into right a right i will not support that trend coming back no. Is that in a the thing? vintage realm i don't think so okay. fake fur for sure but that's because cool. kind of like one of the big trends right now julia who works at betty's sums it up really well it's daytime disco so like velvet and faux fur and like sparkles and shit is like being worn casually body suits oh yeah Yeah. all of that daytime disco rompers and it's not just oh yeah rompers and like the like i bet we have like over a thousand individual velvet things in the shop right now like it's (laughs) insane and it's not supposed to be worn to like prom or to go out it's like supposed to be worn with like jeans yeah 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 yeah, daytime. Because you guys sell a lot of local stuff too, yeah. right? Can mm-hmm. you tell us some of those people? Yeah. Well, Julia's one Julia's of them. Julia's one of them. And Donkey she makes, Girl. Is that kind of what you're talking mm-hmm. about? Well, she 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 started this 
goddamn velvet trend, let me tell you. She's yeah. the but shit. We've been, she's the coolest she fucking is. person. She's amazing. Both of those And people. she's yeah. been, I mean, we've been buying stuff from her for years, for so long. Her and I have been intertwined. I remember have, her and Chris like sing Christmas carols at like a wintertime fashion show oh, in Betty's. Awesome. And they had their dog dressed up as Jesus. Oh, like, man. yeah, Tater Pig, their band with their son played yes. at a prom we had. And Julia was like taking these old vintage coats and like appliquing horses on them. Like she's just always done amazing things. And we got to know each other better during Project Selvage, which was like a kind of Project yeah. Runway spinoff that Selvage Studio did. And Carly, your wife, yeah. and I were judges. Those were so fun. So fun. Such a cool... I know. Happened. I know. People did amazing shit. Amazing. And so Julia, and I might be wrong, but I don't think so. I think she was the first winner of that. Oh, cool. Yeah. And she just has always... She just has such an amazing eye, and she's a color wizard. So her what she makes right now is um, this silk velvet, like dresses, shirts, Pants, rompers, kimonos, what have yeah. you. It and it's so all washable, and the colors are just insane. And they're yeah. all one of a kind. Like, she never, you know, she brings back some colors, but like, she's constantly kind of keeping it changing. And so it's like you with the jean jackets. You're like, oh my God, I have that one in pink, but I need it in red. Totally. You know, you just get hooked on uh, that. Yeah. Here, okay. <laughs> Here's a prime example oh. of the best thrift oh. we've ever found. Wait, did you find it as is? No, I had to cut the sleeves off. But they were, all of this like the, desert applique and the puffy bubble paint. paint. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, this is <laughs> so handiwork. It is definitely whitewashed denim. With Did you get that in Jackson Hole? No, this was in Helena. Oh, oh. And uh, it has bubble paint, coyotes, and cactus. And it's definitely was a a mother of five wore this. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and wore this oh, yeah. to concerts. Seri- and seriously, this yeah, was yeah, serious. Yeah. No, this and this was like what she wore to go see uh, Garth in oh, Billings yeah. in '96. Yeah. The the oh yeah, <laughs> yes. And uh, when I found it, the first thing the woman said, "Well, it's a woman's, but you should try it." And I was like, I was putting it on when she said you should try it, and I wore it out of the shop. I just had to get rid of the sleeves because they had that thing where it's mm-hmm. a V shape, horrible, horrible yep. thing, but. Finding that oh for, I think, $11 oh, yeah. was beautiful. And I haven't even worn it yet. Why? Because <laughs> <'cause>, oh, <laughs> I'm going to. Amy's going to make you an offer. It's, it's, your, too, I know. it's, too it's your springtime vest. It takes too long to get through the rotation. and uh, Well, and washing <laughs> it is going to be challenging. It's I, just, you just can't wash it. I won't, I won't I mean, be washing it. I mean, it has things that. dangled. I mean, this I know it's is got like, the leather and beads, which I remember my mom and I doing this like in the living room in like 92 making key rings and shit Mm -hmm. out of this. And, uh, I finding this, that day was so stressful for me. We were, it was the first night out of a three night tour for Seeger. I was so fucking stressed out, just dying, found the jacket, added it to the four jackets I brought with me. (laughs) But everything changed for you, right? Oh, but but my day, I mean, you my felt day better. was so much better. It's so, yeah. I mean, it sounds yeah. weird because it's a thing, but it bring, it's it's the hunt. It's the thrill of the hunt. Oh, I it's love like it. not knowing what you're going to find. Of course, you have something in mind that's like your ultimate thing. I mean, yeah. obviously for you, it's like jean jackets or vests. Dusters. But like you can be shocked and surprised oh, by like the most amazing yeah. things. And I we were love there for it. a while and I had given up. I had given up because I went to look for hats and no hats ever work. Yeah. Hats, dudes, 
dudes in our age group and older just cannot find hats in sizes that well, are vintage. And they sweat the, in them. Yeah. Hats. They, they, yeah. they also get gross. gross. Yeah, they get gross. Because yeah. <laughs> if it's a cool hat, if it was a cool hat then, it's probably a cool hat now and it was worn daily for five years. Hats oh, yeah. also, there's something about hats for me where I really can't trust the way I feel about it in the store. Like I have walked out of Golden Girls in particular in Helena yeah. several times with a new hat thinking, oh my God. This is fucking awesome. Found it. They are all in the closet in our living room and will never come yeah, out. Yeah, the stores have that kind of magic sometimes. I'll do stuff like that constantly. And I'm you're like, so sure. I was in some kind of weird vortex world yeah. when I bought that. What was I thinking? And yeah, it's not even close. But it's a risk, you know, it's a risk you can take. It's usually yeah, it's you're safe. not spending very much. Yeah. It's safe. Yeah. That's very it's true. Safe. That's very true. Okay, so tell us about the subscription <laughs> oh, service. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's um, we started it, gosh, in May, and it's called Trash Club. Awesome. And you know, we were seeing that people who come through Missoula, which a lot of people, I mean, come through whether they live here to go to college or you know now with the music scene being what it is, people come from all over to play music yeah. and watch music. And that's definitely the people who like vintage, especially the playing music side. Yeah. Um, and so people were like freaking out about our selection and our prices. And, and we were just like, how do we get this, you know, outside of Missoula a little bit? And we talked to somebody in like the web internet world and they were like, do not attempt to do a website of vintage because you do all the work to oh. list an item and then once it's gone, it's gone and gone. you yeah. do it again. It doesn't and work, yeah. It doesn't work, especially at our prices because yeah. we're not the like $400, like, like someone would probably sell Travis. Mm-hmm. I mean, someone would list that as like $400. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, it's a Levi. Sure. I found a jacket. And someone would buy it. Yeah, fuck that person. And I would, yeah. and I would still consider it at 400 Yeah, I know. I found I would not, a I would jacket not. in Divine Trash last year, and I think it was like 45 or $50. Nope, that sounds and right. And when I put it on, I turned into Tom Hardy. Oh. Literally. Oh. I, I know. Oh, my God. I Wonderful. Know. It's am- I can't wear it in public, actually. <laughs> you, you act inappropriately. <laughs> turn into a dick. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Oh, man. I oh, have, sorry, a, I have a pair of, like, yes, yeah, suede, navy blue, like, kitten heels that every time I wear them, I know. Actually, I know when I put them on, I'm like, this is going to be a crazy night. <laughs> every time. Every time. Like, I almost ask for it. So, uh, so they so close, yeah, they okay. it can affect your behavior. Okay, okay so. so people were coming through, and we were we were dashed, we were dashed by a website, but we we continued on in our ideas. And Miranda and I both listened to a lot of podcasts as we're traveling and thrifting and doing all that. And we we kind of drift. We like the true crime stuff. Yes. We like to be like solving mysteries, you know, yeah, as we're awesome. going. Um, but yeah, we're and we've you know subscriptions are a thing. They're a trend right now. Like apparently people are too busy to like go buy their own wine or their own tampons or their own sex toys, so they get a subscription. Yeah. You know, yeah. too busy, too embarrassed. I don't know. Um, so we were like, let's maybe we should entertain that. And so Trash Club was born. It's thirty dollars a month, and you go to divinetrashvintage.com, and you go through kind of a fun style capture process where you look at different groups of things vintage things and you're like yeah i like that and you know depending on what it is we're like oh they like the art ho stuff or oh they're into western or oh they like jokes you know we we really consciously put together groups of items that one are things they're they're, we did the photo shoot yeah Yeah. 
you're doing that. There's not like an algorithm that's saying no. You like oh my god! Things. But we joke in our copy about the algorithm all oh, the time. Fuck yeah. And it's funny. Sometimes we get emails from trash club members, and they're like, "Um, my name is blah blah blah." And we're like, "Yeah, we know your name. Like, we spend like so much time <laughs> trying to understand you. Like, yeah, it's really not an algorithm. Because we have we've been kissing 100 for a while, about almost a 100 subscribers. Oh, a lot of things, but they only, I know. they only have to do that once. No, it's a monthly. No, but I mean, you only have to answer oh, the yeah. questions once. Yeah, but people go in and make modifications too. They do. Yeah, and we'll have to modify too, like depending on what's kind of cool and trendy, yeah. you know. But we're not quite there yet. So yeah, we get what they like. We we understand their size. You know, the easy things like how tall are you? How mm-hmm. much do you weigh? You know, like do you like your arms? Do you like your ass? You know, things like that. And then we offer them an opportunity to give us their like social media so we can stalk them, which always makes it easier. <sighs> and they can write things like once we clarify more what. What we wanted like what book are you reading like what vegetables your body shaped as like do you like cats or dogs or you know what I mean we try to ask these questions that just kind of get people talking because if I was like hey Jamie what's your style inspiration right now like could you just flat out say it or write it like that would be hard you Tom, know impossible, impossible. yeah well, well we know Hardy. that right yeah now. And so we've we've learned, you know, to try to dig in. And so, yeah, people we have, I mean, there's a handful of Missoulians that are Trash Club members, which shocks me, but they're like, I don't have time to get down there. And it's really fun to get a package every oh month. Oh my God, I love this so idea. Fun. Yeah, so this is it's only 30 bucks a month? It's 30 bucks a month. And would it, would it usually just be uh, article? One, mm-hmm. yeah. one oh. item. And, we, and we're and we like hitting, oh actually I finally, because I was like, we have to get a map at a thrift store. We can't buy it at Office City. We finally got a map of the US and we're going to like mark all of our places because I feel like we're hitting all the cool cities. We've got like Brooklyn and Austin and Portland and all the cool places. We even have a Canadian now and lots of Europeans are wondering because vintage is really fucking expensive in Europe. It's because they don't have the waste that we have. And so they, like if I owned a vintage shop in like Iceland, I would come to the US to buy for it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Like we run in rural Montana towns, we run into like buyers from Tokyo. Oh, funny. Wow. Yeah. And we know we we size each other up and know Uh, each other immediately. And we're like, quick, get to the next stop before they do. In uh, in 99, uh, I sold all of my 501s on eBay. Oh, yeah. It it had just started and all of them went to Japan. Oh, yeah. And it was thousands of dollars later. There was like six pairs. Oh, I believe it. It all went, it all went. That whole denim world is insane. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And it's particularly Japanese in that era. Uh, apparently like we will never find here like it's all no. over in japan but we will be buying it back at, like oh, a sure, much more yeah. expensive price wow yeah the like i tried to learn about all the because i love i love diving in mm-hmm. and i love talking about like antiquities and knowing the difference and blah, right blah, blah. but the levi thing is intense it's there's a really intense. awesome documentary and usually i don't spend my free time watching documentaries about clothing but this was really good. I think it's called Blue Gold. It's on Netflix. Fascinating. Awesome. Fascinating. I can't wait. Yeah. Get out of my house so I can watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's watch it live and Leave now. commentate. Leave now. Okay. Um, so yeah, Trash Club has been really fun. and It seems like a shitload of work. It, it, 100 people it every month? It kind of is. But, I mean, basically, we're personal stylists. Yeah. yeah. But you're also running like a business. Mm-hmm. But it's a fun thing. I mean, we're totally. in there, you know, we're we're doing stuff. We're unpacking things. We're, you know, making ads. We're like, you know, you're doing stuff. You might as well throw in like, you know, like we call them dossiers, like our files that we have. And yes. we're like, here's your dossier. Quick, go. You know, like the, so, their money came in today. Ship them out. And it's a so really, awesome. it's really fun. 
Holy it's, shit. Yeah, so it's a personal stylish styling service. And I'm sorry, I'm. is it the vintage? It's vintage. It's only to, for Divine Trash. However, we've kind of been talking about it for a long time with Betty's because people leave Missoula and they call us and they're like, here's my credit card. I need this, this, and this. And we'll send them stuff and they'll send back what they don't work. So that's where, with the vintage, no returns. It's oh. a trust issue. They have to, yep, you get it. So $30, That's you're it. willing to take the risk. Yeah. Can't send it back. And the next if, one, it, if it's not your favorite color, we're like, give it a try. You yeah. never yeah. know. Like, there's so many times where, like, oh, someone, you know, I'll find something, or I don't know, you never know. And it's something you never would have chosen. And you put it on, and you're and you're that person that maybe mm. you want to yeah. be that day. Totally. And it's so fun. So we challenge them to give it a, a shot or re-gift it. Yeah, I was going to say, at the very least, it's a gift. Mm-hmm. And exactly. that's so cool. Because mm-hmm. chances are, if you belong to divine tra- the trash club you have friends that that like would that love to totally. have mm-hmm. yeah. um so but great. so betty's we would do returns and it would be a hell of a lot easier and actually we were joking around the other day about starting a bra subscription through betty's and people were like yelling at us customers shopping like threw things on the floor and we're like sign me up like people were giving us email addresses <laughs> now, really do it yeah. now do it now. We have. We already have a subscriber for the bra service. We haven't even started Holy it yet. Shit. So not awesome. vintage bras. No new bras. New bras because we're all about soft bras. Okay. No. No comfy. support. They're comfy and they're good for breast health. Good. Okay. There you go. That's sort of like uh, the sacks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The underwear you guys yeah. sell. I still haven't gone that hugs. You're not sack. Mm-hmm. And it's just extremely comfortable, especially yeah. if you have thunder thighs. Like well, I and especially if you're a drummer, you know, oh, or yeah. a musician of any sort, or if you like to dance or ride bikes or yeah, anything, yeah. you know. Oh, really cool. anything. Mm-hmm. anything. 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 Sack health. Yeah, it's important. That, all those things are important. I love it. I still haven't come in to do it, and that's because I don't. I don't uh, don't leave the house, but I also don't want to go clothing shopping. Well, maybe you need a subscription service for oh. underwear. Oh. oh, maybe you should start one. Is there uh, one already? Uh, one. Probably, but well, there's room. There's I room. I thought about doing the MeUndies.com because oh, that's, that's the that oh. is the subscription service, but um, I uh, I can't get past. I got to get past the first step, which is you know get your free pair to see if you even like it. Right. I don't even want to do that. <laughs> yeah. No. Actually, the way the way that we got all of our subscribers because. We, we just, yeah, we were like, how are we going to do this? And Miranda wrote a letter to the editor of Bust Magazine, which is a magazine that her and I have read for years and years and years, and just kind of aligns well with the vintage. And just kind of was like, this is, you know, we're longtime subscribers to your magazine. We just started this business. We're stoked about it. Like, if you guys ever wanted to do a feature. And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then, like, a couple months later, Lisa Butterworth was her name, wrote back and was like, this is what I need. These pictures, this description, this, this. And we were like, oh. And so we were in, I think, it was the issue with Sarah Silverman on the cover. There was just a little no blurb way. about it. And that's, like, most of our stuff. So, so if anyone wants to, like, blow up their brand, like, that kind of legwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really pays off. Oh, yeah. And it's authentic, you know? Yeah. You're not, it's not an ad or, I mean, we don't, and plus trash, club, like when you're selling vintage clothing, you know, like you're, you don't have a big marketing budget. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. so we're trying to be creative and trying to think of actually the next way that we do that. Actually, we've, we'll send uh, like a three month trial to like comedians or kind of Instagram famous people oh, who shit. kind of fit our, 
Uh, yeah, you guys should do that. That's cool. Podcast. Oh, we would love to do that. Uh, you guys seem. Do you watch? Do you watch Instagram a lot? I don't. But someone. But I. But, but my, my, I have millennials yeah. that work for me, and yeah. Oh yeah, they're really amazing. I'm so happy they let me off the hook. I mean, oh, I did. And Kaylin is Instagram. Ka- Kaylin's Instagram famous. She's yeah. a shitload of followers. Yeah, like almost sixty thousand. Sixty. Yeah, she's wow. famous. Holy shit! Yeah, it's crazy how that. Uh, what an asset. I mean, that is literally an asset yeah. that she can leverage. Well, and she does. People, companies. So Kaylin works at Betty's and she's definitely key to Trash Club. She does, she works for both and she's just hilarious and witty and just a joy to have around. Yeah. But she, I've watched all a lot of our companies that we deal with will send her merchandise just for like a casual mention. Wow. I mean, she's, no Yeah. Casual. She actually, she was on a, she was on a commercial during the Super Bowl last okay. year. Okay. Oh my God! I remember this, yeah. and we were totally like, "Wait, that was that right? That works at Betty's." Yeah, I know. <laughs> so like she could, and she's an, a musician. It was and like a she Squarespace just, commercial or something, wasn't something, it? Or I don't remember. iPhone five. I don't know. Yeah, it was, was all these thing. people singing? Nothing compares to you. And so they like oh patched it all God, together. So but she, I mean, I think she's gonna have amazing opportunities because she's like building all these connections. Totally. Oh, that's a good employee. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> keep her as long as we can. That's awesome. Um, so retail's hard. Are you sick? Is are you sick of people saying that? Like retail's such an impossible sector to be in because you uh, you like inject such energy into everything that you touch, whether it's kickball <laughs> or just hosting a party or just being around you, frankly. Thank you. Which is really awesome. And I imagine that has to do somewhat with your success. I think you're right. Um, but, you know, considering you cannot, uh, I don't think you can really teach that to somebody. Mm-hmm. What other advice would you give to someone who is starting a retail business, Main Street, Missoula? Not Main Street, yeah. Missoula, but because it's impossible <laughs> not to start on a main. business. Not on one way. On <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, downtown Missoula. Um, uh, what advice would you give them? Well, it is it is hard. Yeah. And a lot of people make it look easy. Yeah. And it's really, um, you have to kind of have that mentality like like a gambler has, I imagine. Like you're, you're taking risks all the time and, and you can't count on anything. And it's like you get lots of highs from that and lots of lows. And you just have to be okay with that. Yeah. You know, it's challenging. And you kind of have to always be ready to change and ready to move and ready to, you know, be like, okay, I'm cutting my losses and we're going on here, you yeah. know? Like, like I, I, I think um, you have to listen to your customers, you know? Where, I mean, you just have to evolve a little bit and not be so stuck in your idea and your plan and yeah, your identity. Yeah, the kill your babies thing. Yeah. That's yeah. hard. It's really hard. It's really hard. It's important. It's humbling. Totally. Mm-hmm. Is it crazy right now for you? Um, I know. I was like, well, I guess I should get back. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, um, it's, it is, but it isn't. I mean, we're such a seasonal business too. Like it's crazier for us, like in August when we have like Missoula tourists overlapping with like back to school and fall coming, Yeah. you know? So, so Christmas is crazy, but it's not like our only time of being crazy what's interesting about right now and it actually makes it really fun is it's not our customers that are shopping it's our customers people so it's like their husbands and their dads and their brothers and yeah. their moms and it, and so it's just a different it's different yeah it's very different it's not the normal people yeah that's it, sort of fun yeah i mean it's challenging at times but it's also really fun oh i bet there's some challenging dudes that come in there 
Christmas yeah. shopping for loved ones. Yeah. Ooh, I mean, just challenging people, period, you sure. know? <laughs> sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You have to just be, yeah, you, I mean, we're all actors. Yeah. I tell my employees that all the time. Totally. Like, we're, you know, you're a performance artist right now, yes. <laughs> you know? And that's hard. Yeah. And that's what's nice, you know, to go home or have these fun groups that you're yeah. involved in outside or friends or people where you're like, I'm not that person. Because, you know, it's hard where I'm grocery shopping and I run into somebody and they're like, oh, God, don't look at my sweats. I'm wearing sweats. You know, I'm like, what do you think I'm just like judging outfits all day long? Like, I don't fucking care, you know, like it's fine. Yeah. Or that's just not me. I'm a person, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm a person. No, no. Mm. Uh, my favorite, my favorite thing about Betty's, which is would make me if I if I bought more clothes, I would shop there all the time is we played a show there. Seeger. It was great. It was an amazing experience. I came in a week later and I was handed a Coors bandana for no reason for, for whatever it was worth. Nothing. It didn't mean anything, but it meant everything. That's like, trash oh, club shit oh, right like, there. Yeah. And that's like, going to be very useful. Oh, fuck. You guys, you guys, are, you guys actually pay attention. Well, cause we noticed oh, for dinner, you I went to the it. holiday and you came back with a six pack of tall boy Coors Light and maybe some hot dogs, yes. corn dogs, something <laughs> Jason, like that. Jason, I got, uh, we came back with some hot dogs, which believe it or not, we ate half of them on the way there. So whatever we had when we got there, we had twice as much. <laughs> okay, I believe it. <laughs> But we observe that. That's the thing. No, that's what that's you got to so do. You got to you, gotta, to you pay attention. You listen to your customers. Listen to your customers, people. We just drew you into Trash Club. It right makes all the difference there. to me. That's it, beautiful. I said, and I didn't have to say anything about denim. Uh, denim was given to me. <laughs> denim was thrown at me when they said, here, try this. Oh, I will. And it was amazing. That, that means so much to me because I don't, I don't. That's why I don't want to go to the mall. Right. That's yeah. why I don't want to go there because I, I don't, obviously I don't trust anybody. Right. That's making minimum wage and hates their job oh, yeah. to pick clothes for me. Oh, no, it's not just the not. money. Uh, obviously but, I don't trust anybody. But that per- no, but that person doesn't, that person <laughs> Who doesn't. Who makes like, minimum wage? That person doesn't. <laughs> not invested in the business. They don't give a fuck about their yeah, job. Yeah. They don't. So they it's don't give true. a fuck about me. Um, mm-hmm. And so going in there is a lot different for me. And uh, I'm excited. Are you guys going to buy that mannequin? Oh my God! Have oh, you been yeah. watching what's it's happening this morning? <laughs> I, oh my I, God! Jason McMacken is a Christmas angel. Did you see the last thing he posted? He bought it. No. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, start over. Yeah. <laughs> Desmond's like a long time, thirty-seven years. It started in the mall, and it's now downtown. It's like this long time menswear institution. Yeah. Like, yeah, I like to look at it and think, who shops there? No one. But no, like all the office guys, like the oh, lawyers right. and the accountants, that's and like where they get their shirts. Uh-huh. That's where they get their shirts Whenever and I'm in suits a wedding, and I have stuff. To buy clothes right? Me. Okay. So, and and, and sadly. He can't, and I thought for sure after 37 years, Barry, the owner, was retiring. But no, he's he's like no one, no one's spending money here. They're using it as a showroom, which is a very common thing for small businesses now. Like people will come in and get measured or try things on and be like, "Oh, I'll come back. I'll think oh, about it," and then they go buy it on. Oh, that yeah. sucks. So you're just like a place for people to try out. Those stuff. people should die. I know. Fuck that. I hate that. So. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I was going down Higgins, and I see the going out of business signs. And, and I, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. My first thought was to the mannequin, and my second thought yes. was to the, another small business hitting the dust. And I'm sorry. And after going in and talking to Barry, I really I felt bad for that. But this mannequin has lived in the window since I've 
moved to Missoula 20 years ago. Scaring the shit out of drunk people. Oh my God. The whole time. The most amazing (laughs) smile is on this blonde mannequin. Freaked me out so many times. So scary in the window. And it's funny. I was like, I wonder if he knows. You know, like, does he get how much of it? Oh, he gets it. He does? He does. Yeah, so of course. I'm sure people have told him things. I mean, I'm surprised that window hasn't been broken in that mannequin store. I am shocked. Yeah, Yeah, that is weird. So so, um, we call Desmond's to see what the price is on the mannequin. And he's like, come down and give your name and number and make a bid. I'm like, oh, he knows. Sweet. Good for Barry. So I go down there and I court him a little bit. You know, I'm like, I'd really like to see it to continue on Higgins. You know, I own Betty's. I put him in the yes. window. I do him yes. justice. This is all I can give. And I gave him my card with a number on it. And I had like a range I was willing to give. $250,000. No. <laughs> and I, I topped it out. I topped it. I gave him all I had. I blew my wad for Barry right there. Awesome. And then I was like, can he tell me anything? And I could see there was a lot of other pieces of paper in the box he <laughs> put it amazing. in. But he didn't tell me anything. So I was like, okay, I'll just leave it, leave it up to like chances. And in the meantime, I'm like, okay, whether we have the mannequin or not, we're going to do a little tribute to Barry. Because we have a part of our marketing at Betty's is matchbooks. You know, yeah, it's kind of like a awesome. vintage tribute. And it's a really fun way to support local artists and do different things mm-hmm. on this free thing that people take. And so... Amber um, Flattery, who's our main artist for that, she's already done a mock-up of the mannequin for a matchbook and something awesome. about like save small businesses, you moron, or something like that on the back. Um, so I'm, or- I'm already like, I'm gonna have a piece of that mannequin one way or the other. So <laughs> this was like last week. So this week, yesterday, there's a post on Facebook. Someone tags Betty's in it. Because the, the Missoulian did an article on the mannequin. Yep. So I'm like, oh, God, the price is totally going to go up now. <laughs> and, you know, Kia posted it and was like, Betty B's got to get it. And yep. so all this conversation ensued. And Kia and Jason McMacken were both like, we'll donate $50 more to your price so you can get this. Oh my so God. I called Barry this morning and I upped my, my bid by $100 and he told me I was in the lead. Oh, shit. <laughs> Wow. I know. And I was like, and I told him, I was like, friends and customers are giving me money to give. Like they want him here. They want this to be his home. And he loved that. And so he kind of, wow. he kind of said he would keep me in the loop. Um, but then Jason, I, I told, I informed the whole thread what was going on. And Jason said, whatever amount you need, I'm giving it. And that's a fact. Oh, oh, I'm going to cry. He's a Christmas angel. He is. He is also <laughs> so irresponsible. <laughs> I know, right? I know, because what if it went, for, what if I was like $2,000? <laughs> I need $2,000 from you. I love it. Well, That's such a great He's story. also an amazing fundraiser. So yeah, I'm, sure if, oh. I'm sure if the money. Rock Lot is coming back. <laughs> oh, really? Mannequin well, Lot is. Oh, right, yeah. oh, to raise money for Jason's uh, mannequin buying mannequin lotto, fiasco. Yeah, I'm sure if the money does top a certain amount, he'll just resort to fundraising because he is amazing. That's He's good at that. I love yeah. that but, shit. But uh, uh, that is so great. Way to go, Jason. Yeah, um, so yeah, hopefully, to Missoula. Yeah. right? That's such I know. A Missoula thing. I know, right? Great. You know, it'd be I really cool that. is if right now we decided to pledge some money, but we're not going to. We, we're trying That's to get okay, people guys. to give us money. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, you're trying. You're you're working on. We're that. figuring shit out. Okay, okay maybe well, next year. 
Maybe the next I, time you're trying to buy an iconic mannequin, we will participate in okay, that. Okay, or maybe you on your tours when you're thrifting you find that iconic mannequin I'll for find sale another one. and then you put it up for bid do you want Jesus, do you so awesome. actually i shouldn't even say this no do you want Wait, you, to, do you want to become a buyer yeah maybe <laughs> you must get that all the we, time we do and and there's su- yeah like the yeah some sometimes we basically don't have the time and and, and time to buy to go through right. things and and we ask such a low price that most people balk, or not ask, we give, we offer, you know, because we want to keep our prices low. They're yeah. like, oh, I can sell it more on eBay. We're like, well, then go do that. You know, yeah, it's totally. fine. So we don't have a lot of buyers, but we do have a few. And they're people who like to figure us out because we're like, that's disgusting. We'll take it. That's, that's disgusting. No yeah. way. Cool. You know, so if so, it's a fun, it's fun. Sounds we like should talk. I think you could figure it out. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, how should people sign up for the subscription or learn more about it? Uh, DivineTrashVintage.com. Just go to that website. Okay. You can buy individual random mystery things like a sweatshirt, a t-shirt, a jean jacket of our choosing for you based on your size. I got to chill on that. Um, and then, yeah, but Trash Club's definitely been the star. So, oh, yeah, awesome. DivineTrashVintage.com. Uh, if people want to go do some Christmas shopping or Yeah, come to whatever. Betty's. Yeah, where is that? Yeah, or come hang out. It's downtown on the hip strip um, in the address? building that says... Betty's divine really loud on the window. It's at 509, but who pays attention to that? It's right Nobody. smack in the middle of the hip strip. Of the hip strip. The yeah. heart and soul of the hip strip. It's, yeah. have you, wait, real quick, real quick. Uh, have you done the floating tank yet? No. At Enlightened Lab? No. I really want to. Um, Miranda did it. What? She said. She said it was amazing. Really? Oh, okay. She said if she had all the money in the world, she, she would go like me. once a week. Yeah. She said it was amazing. Wait, just, you, you, need all, you need all the money in the well, world? Well, I think it's kind of expensive. <laughs> it's like, it's yeah. like 60 bucks for an hour. Once a yeah. week. Yeah. She said it was world. magical. <laughs> like all the things. I know, right? Wait. No. Wait. wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> okay. That was an exaggeration. Um, yeah, I go every day. <laughs> yeah. I haven't done it though. I, I gave, I, p- part of their like Kickstarter was buying gift certificates last year because I ran in all these like plumbing snafus which was like no big surprise to me because that's my old location and we didn't have a bathroom a working bathroom for like three years up every time I think so I would hope so I would too yeah although salt is a very good right right that's true mainly salt yeah they get huge deliveries of Epsom salt do they really yeah I love watching that kind of stuff yeah there's that new brewery going in next to us too brewery and barcade yeah yeah Yeah, there's interesting stuff there all the interesting things I'm seeing is they're pulling like giant boulders out of the basement that's it was pretty really funky down there. Oh, I bet they had to make it. it uh, I bet there it was too short, so I bet Maybe. they're. I bet they're having to dig it out. It's pretty cool. It's like a cave. That's oh. where the barcade is going to be. Oh, yeah. Barcade. Barcade. I'm fifty-fifty still right now. I need to be blown away by it. We'll see. I need to walk yeah. in and be like, okay, cool. I bet it'll be sweet in the middle of the day. And then at nighttime, it probably will be less. If you're interested in the arcade the gaming part, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. at least there's three floors. Yeah, I know. And the gaming part's going to be in the cave. Music. Yeah, up top. That's awesome. Yeah, oh, and like a taco area. Oh, yeah. Of course. Terrible loaded. Oh, what a great place to have music. No, no elevator. Yeah. Actually, did they have to put one in? I don't think they did. They had like a dumb waiter before. Oh, maybe you could use that. <laughs> one thing at a time. Um, Amy McPolgan, thank you so much for coming yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. That was so fun. So awesome. uh, we'll, we'll look forward to doing it again. Okay. All right. Awesome. This has been Bye. Jamie. And Travis. Present. present.